is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killing sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. En termes de risque pour la France, des analyses de risque d'importation sont modélisées régulièrement par les équipes de This week, France recorded its highest number of daily coronavirus infections in more than two months. Figures released on Wednesday showed 1,695 new cases within 24 hours. With more than 30,000 deaths due to coronavirus to date, France has the third highest death toll in Europe behind the UK and Italy. The city of Toulouse has introduced new rules requiring face masks in its busiest streets, with Paris and a number of other cities expected to follow suit soon. However, France is not the only European nation to witness a resurgence in cases since lockdown measures were eased. Let's be absolutely clear about what's happening in in Europe, in, in our, amongst some of our European friends, I'm afraid you are starting to see, in some places, the signs of a second wave of the pandemic. This past Wednesday, Spain also reported its highest number of new cases since the beginning of the easing of lockdown restrictions in June. Overall, it reported 1,772 new infections in 24 hours on the 6th of August. Consequently, countries in Europe, such as the UK, have removed Spain from the list of countries exempt from quarantine if citizens decide to travel there. Those travelling from any part of Spain must self-isolate for 14 days. When people are coming back from abroad, if they're coming back from a place where I'm afraid there is another outbreak, they must go into, into quarantine. And next... <laughs> Salma, salma, no te lo 
On Tuesday, the 4th of August, a giant explosion at a warehouse in the port of Beirut sent a shockwave through downtown Beirut at around 6 pm local time. Videos of the blast were posted on social media and showed smoke billowing from the warehouse on the waterfront before a massive explosion produced a dome shaped cloud that engulfed that section of the port. It has been reported that the blast was caused by 2,750 tonnes of ammonium nitrate stored unsafely in a warehouse. Many have accused the authorities of corruption, neglect and mismanagement. So far, it has been reported that the blast has killed at least 137 people and injured about 5,000 others and 300,000 have been left homeless while dozens are still missing. A two-week state of emergency has begun. The damage area of the explosion extends as far as 10 kilometers from the blast site. Maps posted on social media have compared this to Staten Island in New York being impacted if this type of explosion hit the center of Manhattan. In an emotional interview following the catastrophe, the governor of Beirut commented on the disaster and was unable to hold back his tears. He said, we need to stay strong, we need to stay together and face this bravely. But this is too much. The people of Lebanon have been through too much. Besides suffering from this disaster and the COVID-19 pandemic, the country is also going through the worst economic crisis since the 1975 to 1990 civil war, and tensions were already high with demonstrations and protests against the government. People have to deal with daily power cuts, a lack of safe drinking water, and limited public health care. And finally, Schools are back, but if there's uh, situations like we've seen in the last few days of hotspots, we will act immediately, swiftly, we will test, we will close down and we will put the uh, kids on isolation. Towards the end of May, the Israeli government invited all Israeli students to return to school. At the time, Israel was confident it had beaten the coronavirus and was desperate to reboot a devastated economy. However, within days, infections were reported at Jerusalem High School, which quickly turned into the largest outbreak in a single school in Israel, and possibly the world. The virus then spread quickly to the students' homes, other schools and neighbourhoods, infecting hundreds of students, teachers and relatives. As countries around the world are beginning to anxiously consider how to reopen schools, Israel has illustrated the dangers of moving too early. Yes. Which I will think Israel Israel reopens no, Israel opened schools Israel opened schools Israel opened schools and they got and they had issues with that there were outbreaks students got sick what do you think of the fact that Israel opened you, schools and had to close you um, I called on you and you didn't ask your questions so then I proceeded to speak over you. another reporter I wasn't going to do ahead, that Andrew. so do you not want to answer my question now that I was not being rude to another Go reporter. Ahead, Andrew.
Okay, um, the president said uh, in his interview with Axios that he's doing everything he can do. Experts have warned that communities that have gotten the spread of the virus under control need to take strict precautions when reopening schools. Smaller classes, mask wearing, keeping desks two metres apart and providing adequate ventilation are crucial until a vaccine is available. Parents and teacher unions have been raising alarms over schools reopening over the coming months. In America, in the face of rising condemnation about the plans, the United States Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, argued that there has been no data that has suggested it is unsafe to return to school. What would you say to that woman who believes that she, she would not be protected in the classroom? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm sure that her school and her district is going to do this, take the steps necessary to make sure that teacher is safe and, uh, and does have an environment in which she can work safely. But the, and, and the key is there's been no data that has suggested that it is unsafe for kids to go back to school. In fact, all of the recommendations are that kids need to be back in school, that schools need to op open up again, and we need to take into account the health of the whole child. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.